Okay, this is me guessing what Joe's going to say, uh, because I kicked him out. I feigned that it wasn't working. So I said, leave and come back in. So this is me guessing. Uh, is it working now? All right. I feel like something. I feel I don't trust you today. Well, I'm. we're already recording, Joe. <laughs> Maybe I brought back the bit where I try to guess what you said. <laughs> And maybe you'll hear it when you re-listen to the Sode. Oh, damn. I, will, I have to listen to my own podcast. Cringe. Good thing I love doing that. You ever go on a first date and say, I know just the thing to put on in a car? My own voice talking. Yeah. That's every first date I've ever had. I, I say, um, I ha- it's not even a podcast. It's just a, a voice memo I have explaining my strict expectations for the evening. Sure. Vegan. But with an option for meat, and that's just right. the bedroom. Exactly. Meat condoms. V- vegan condoms with an option for meat. Exactly. My meat. In the condom? Gabagool. A gabagool is just uh, Italian ghost. Thoughts? Is it the Italian ghost of a, or it could be the ghost of a turkey? Is gabagool turkey? No, it's ham. It's <laughs> so. Then why is it the ghost of a turkey? Because gobble, gobba, ghoul, uh, gobble, ghost. ghoul. Okay, gobble, ghoul. Yeah, it could be the ghost of yo gaba gaba. The oh man, before it's time, they had everybody on that show. They had my chemical romance. What? Yeah, <laughs> you have a chemical romance. I do. I. It's me and Sarah. Alcohol? Fuck you and <laughs> you and Sarah. Her last name's Tonin. Sarah Tonin. Oh, we haven't spoken in quite some time. That is Sarah Tonin the love drug. I think it's the happiness one. And love is nothing but happiness. Love is nothing. That's Happy the the love hormone. Hmm. Oxytocin. Andrew, you have too much of the love hormone. Nobody watches that show, Joe. I watched season one. I got the voice. And then I was like, this is actually a terribly gross show. What's the best way to Joe? You're going to sit here and tell me that you're not going to watch Impractical Jokers, even though your name is in the title. (laughs) But you'll watch Nick Kroll's show. <laughs> you can't. I don't watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventures either. Well, your name's not in the title. Your name's not JoJo. Oh, my name is Joker. No, your name is Joe. It's Impractical Joe. Kerr. Kerr. <laughs> Kerr. Kerr. Anyone? Anyone? Kerr. Uh, yeah. Listen. Um, I'm pretty sure Impractical Jokers was on True TV, which is a fake, a fake TV station made for. Uh, weird restaurants to play on their television. Um, actually, it's a show for new budding shows such as Adam, uh, Adam 
help me out. Conover. Huh? Adam, Adam Conover's Conover. Um Actually. Actually, uh, Um Actually, it was Adam Ruins Everything. Um Actually is the college humor and now dropout exclusive game show hosted by Mike Trapp. Um, actually, it's the host <laughs> channel for Adam Ruins Everything. Adam Conover's vehicle? I think if we put that clip on on TikTok, we could get onto a call. We could get into Dropout. Sure. What is your Sorry. obsession with getting onto Dropout? What? I just feel like you know I've I've put in the time. What time have you put in as much time as the person who made an entire TikTok series about trying to fuck Grant O'Brien? Is that the dedication that you have, Joe, or are you just like kind of good at impressions and noises? I've been watching College Humor since the moment I could get on the internet, and I'll tell you this: I think that's healthier than trying to fuck Grant, which I could do. I'm confident in that. So, like, I don't have to make a whole TikTok series devoted to it. It's Grant O'Brien, the world's most easy man. Is that also (laughs) Grant? (laughs) Is that his official title? That's on his driver's license. The world's most easy man. Yeah. Why is it on his driver's license? That doesn't seem like a place to put it. You do legally. It's his full moniker. Interesting. So instead of Junior, it's. Yeah, the world's most easy man. And when cops see it, they're like, we could work something out. <laughs> and usually, that'd be a horrible power imbalance, but Grant O'Brien is a slut. And he knows it, and he loves it. Sure. He's also a slut for getting his debts removed. That's right. Tune into Dropout. 2019. <laughs> Dropout. <laughs> Dropout in 2018, where him and Allie Beardsley get their college debts forgiven by doing insane shit. Kind of like... Practical jokers. (laughs) (laughs) I've uh, to put a pin on impractical jokers. I finished it today. I am all the way through season nine. Um, let me tell you, I think there is a weird dip in the middle where they did stuff to the show that I liked, but I think the quality of the show went down. Uh, but by the end, man, it, it was still so good. I think it's just such a solid piece of television. I'm. And I want us on the record. Yeah. I'm happy that you have something that makes you so happy. Mm-hmm. I'm just, Joe and I sort of, if you haven't picked up, have uh, fought battles on whether or not he's he could trust my professional opinion in that a, a show is good. Even though I told him to watch The Last of Us and he was like, no, I hear it's got gay stuff in it. I don't want to watch that. And I was like, Joe, <laughs> Joe, Joe. <laughs> You're editorializing history. <laughs> Famously, Joe wasn't going to watch The Last of Us because he doesn't support homosexual love. And then I, a straight cis white man, had to convince him, a non-straight cis white man, to watch it. I love, I love gay love. Now you do. You're welcome. Always have. (laughs) Then how come you don't? We'll touch on that on today's episode. I'm just trying to throw you under the proverbial bus. Now, famously, if you're just an audio listener, you won't understand. But I don't know what a bus is because I'm from 1423. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if there were still knights in the 1400s, but uh, Josh is dressed up. I thought that in 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Yeah, with his knights. (laughs) With his knights? Were they night knights? Or were they just like, you know, 
guys with swords because guns weren't there yet. Or they were. Joe, I, you know, I was a history major for one semester. Joe, there are two famous knights. The Knights of the Round Table and the Knights of Columbus. Christopher Columbus. What about... <laughs> yeah, I couldn't think of another the one. The Dark Ages but... are like the 1400s. Like... Let's see here. Knights... Knights in England, eleven hundred ish. Why is Dame Judy Dench up here? Oh, because she's she's been knighted as a as a dame. Yeah, dame. Thirteen oh six, knight or the knighting of Ed Prince of Wales. So at least in the thirteen hundreds. New podcast goal. One yeah. of us needs to get knighted. Um, that is insane. Two thousand Patreon subs, and we will do whatever it takes to get knighted. We've spoken so poorly of the British uh, monarchy. Yeah, I know, but we have to wait the ones we've spoken poorly of out, which I think we can handle. I mean, I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say I will outlive the next King of England. Um, I what if Joe? We change the goal. We amend the goal to get somebody on who's been knighted. That seems more attainable. That's the first step to knighthood, but yeah. Oh, and then we sleep with them, and then you're sort of like a squire at that point. Well, that's an optional thing, sleeping with them. You can pretty much get by with, like, semi-regular hand stuff. Who do you think is the most fuckable knighted person? Alive? Yeah. Why? That Why would have to be Sir Patrick Stewart or Sir Ian McKellen? I thought Ian McKellen died. Are you insane? He can't die. I he's he... Magneto and he's Gandalf. Didn't he die? If Ian McKellen died, I would have been in a crying fit for two years. Who's he's the old lot. guy who was gay who died? I don't know. Santa. Ian. Dude, I'm. Who was? Is Ian? Ian McKellen's hella alive. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say hella. He's 83, but he is alive. Who the fuck am I thinking of? Old. Who am I thinking of? He's like Ian McKellen, huh? You're thinking of Sir Old Gay Bob. (laughs) Oh, you're thinking of that little guy. No, he wasn't little. The little guy talks like this, and he died. Lindsay. Lindsay Graham. Lindsay Graham. I wish he died. No, there's like someone who's like Ian McKellen adjacent who died. Old white. Who's he's Gandalf. Gandalf's alive. Yes. Gandalf's alive. Christopher Lee is who I thought. He's not gay. He's dead. Yes. So and I and he's Gandalf adjacent. Yeah. But that doesn't make him gay. All right. Let's look at all the knighted people. Ronald Reagan. No. Rudy Whoa, Giuliani. What? No. No, no, no. Rudy Giuliani is not a knight. According to Google. Daniel Day-Lewis? Okay. Why are these Americans getting knighted? Sean Connery. He's dead. No, he's a bad guy. He's dead. Michael Caine? Michael Caine. I'm a knight, and you can put it right in my asshole. Or give me regular hand stuff, and I'll make you a squire. Some men just want to watch the world come. Mary Berry? Who are these people? The British Bake Off host? Are any of the Beatles knighted? Twiggy sir? Lawson, Joe? Who's that? Twiggy Lawson? I'm sorry. The da- the famous daughter of of Branchy Judgers? 
you can't have, you can't be branchy judgers isn't real branchy judgers gave birth to twiggy lawson who gave birth to kindling uh of uh, associate at law ends this is bad this is a bad podcast i'm wearing garb that of an 1100s <laughs> night why joe never asked me why he just said okay that's what you're doing uh, and I think that's a sign of a good friend. I was like, Josh is doing his thing, and that's totally cool. Uh, we're going to medieval times for Christian Kleckner's 30th birthday, uh, which is on the 19th of February, but we're going on the 18th. Um, and we're, 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 wearing, we're wearing this costume both for the judges tomorrow and on Saturday. So I had to get my stink in it. Get his stink in it. That way, when everyone goes... What's that smell? You can say, it's not me. I've just put these clothes on. Right. Um, I really just wanted to see how my hair looked in this crown thing. And it it's kind of perfect. And this podcast is nothing if not a mirror for you to figure out what looks and sounds best so you can take it to your podcast that you really care about. And right. Yeah, this yeah. is sort of a dry run. Right. And then I'll I- say I'm not going to medieval times with y'all. Well, we didn't invite you. That's a big part of it. <laughs> it's a, it's a, is that a big part? If there is a pie graph of why you aren't coming to medieval times, I imagine a larger part was is because you are hundreds of miles away from Schaumburg, Illinois. <laughs> right. But it's always nice to be invited. To <laughs> you you want to get invited even though we knew you couldn't come. Exactly. Hey, you know, let, who knows, man? Who knows? Maybe I could be like, oh, you know what? I'll be there. Hey, Joe, Aurora and I are going to Walmart tomorrow. You want to tag along? What time? Mm, probably like 11 a.m. I'll be at work, but ah. I appreciate the invite. Otherwise, you would have went. Otherwise, I would have been there. Yeah. I would have left now. <laughs> it doesn't take that long to get here unless you're driving, I suppose. I'm going to drive. Okay. What yeah. car do you have? Oh. Poor. Okay. Um, why don't we do a review? <laughs> No, <laughs> if you pause before you answer what car you have, you're poor to me. Or you don't want to talk about the make and model of your car on the internet. I talk about it all the time. I'm not poor. What kind of car do you have? The Josh? Chevy Volt 2013 black license plate 952-653-9 VIN number 312159653B. I drive a Nissan Versa. And re- read the review. Oops, all podcasts are ruined for me now. Ooh. From Campbell Lulu, long-ish time fan of Judges turned Fridge Pod fan, and I debated giving a five or one star review because these podcasts have ruined every other podcast for me. Only slightly joking. Now, all I want to do is after a long day is listen to these silly little conversations and engage in my silly little parasocial relationships with Josh and Joe. I also found Joe's lovely music because of this pod. Wow. Pastel Goth is my fave so far. Hope you guys end up being friends. A cab Campbell. I like Pastel Goth a lot too. I just wish you would change that weird vocal effect you put on the end. <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, boy, Josh. I wish your art was different for me, Joe. Sorry you don't like shoegaze. No, you're the one who doesn't like shoegaze. I famously turned you on to watching episode three of The Last of Us. I only like shoe straights. (laughs) 
Shoot it to me straight. I can't hear it otherwise. <laughs> I'm choking on my surge. <laughs> um, thank you, uh, Lou. What was his name? Lulu. Campbell Lulu. Thank you. I appreciate your continued support of of all of our avenues of creation. Thank you. Yes, you know. There's a lot of times where people go, these guys can only do one thing. And I refuse to look at any of the other things they do. Whether that's being a, a Judges Pod listener and getting angry when Josh mentions he has another endeavor. Or uh, being a fan of Emo Joseph and uh, mm-hmm. freaking the fuck out when I do anything that isn't Cthulhu. Uh, <laughs> you know, these are the world we live in. These are the world <laughs> we live in. Sure. You really fumbled at the end there. Um, I did. I did. I yeah. guess we, we haven't said this in a while. If you want your review read, go ahead and leave a five-star review. There's a link in the description, apple.co slash friend request. Go ahead and create an Apple account on your browser. It's free. Yeah. And then Just leave it, it there. It helps a ton. You wouldn't think it helps a ton, but it does. Helps a ton with um it helps a ton ton with like discoverability, with like Apple recommending our show to other people. Um I can't see how many Spotify reviews you have, but you can also leave one on Spotify as well. You just can't leave a comment, so we can't appreciate you for it. We have 166 reviews on Spotify. That's pretty good. We have 4.9. We're a 4.9 on Spotify? Yeah. Spotify gang, you got to catch up to 5.0 on Apple. I don't think you can get it back is the problem. You got to catch up. But you got to try. Prove me wrong. And if if you're the one who made it not a five-star, hey, Hope we Come change on. your mind. I think it's fair to be honest with yourself, but you know, maybe you're wrong. And also, another great way to help the podcast is just by telling people about it. Like, if you like this, tweet it, tag us, tag us on Instagram, um, on Twitter, or just tell your friends about it. Get them all in a car, force them to listen to it for eight hours. There's enough content that you can do that for. Oh, oh! You could do. You could listen to three workdays worth of uh, Fridge Pod. In of the just car. the main feed. Just the main feed. You could. Bonus you got a whole episodes. week of you got bonus episodes, yeah. But speaking of boneheads, that's what we call our little our little bonus our Patreon members. Boneheads. boneheads. Um, we got some cues that we need to a because just like a while ago we did uh, grade school. Yeah, elementary school. Now we're doing middle school, and I still don't know the difference. We're growing up. Now, here's an important – so we asked our Patreon boneheads to give us a bunch of questions about um, what they want to know about our time in middle school. And we're going to answer those questions like we did last time, but this time it's a little more awkward (laughs) because, oh, no, here comes puberty. Yeah, a a lot of horny questions. A lot of upsetting, horny questions what, that we called. What's up, you little horny boneheads? Could, would you ask your mom about her boners? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. There was one. I uh, I thought it was your mom because the name was similar. And I was like, did Josh's mom just ask us about boners? But she wouldn't do that. Uh, I wouldn't count up my mom. But my mom is currently on a cruise, so. Well... There's no accounting for taste. And <laughs> Would it help if it was her like fifth or sixth cruise she's been on? That makes it so much worse. I'm very yeah. anti-cruise. Sorry, mom. I'm I'm also anti-cruise. I'm sorry. You know, I Ted, love you. 
boat, but <laughs> boot. Yeah. So hey, so where you're living, where what what was the first what grade does middle school start for you? Well, from where I'm from, school is for heretics and for girls. So we sort of go out and start a squire program when we're like seven, eight, depending on how much money you have. Oh, you you're mean Josh? I do mean Josh, not Josh. I forgot. Sir Josh. <laughs> Sergish. Sergish. Sergian. Um, I forgot what the actual question was. So like in Illinois, is the grade is does does middle school start at sixth grade? Yes. Because when I lived in Tennessee for a little bit, it started in it was just seventh and eighth grade, but everywhere else I've lived is sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. Yeah, sixth, seventh, and eighth is when we started doing the like traveling from classroom to classroom. Like you didn't just sit in one every day. We had like a yeah. specific part of the building that was just for the sixth graders. How many middle schools did you go to? I only went to one middle school. Well, I went to two, and we'll get into that. No, I have to. But well, I it, listen. A murder was witnessed by you. No, I wish. And you went into you went into fucking protection program. Yeah, my real name is Tagger Havity. I don't think you should say that. <laughs> no one's gonna remember the name Tagger Havity. I I am a tabard Havity after I bought this thing. Oh, because that's a tabard, and I have it. Or D. Uh, Lacey up front. Lacey up front. Crispy in the back. <laughs> Our first question here. Who is a teacher you had who shouldn't have been a teacher? Interesting. You can Joe first. I'll Joe before you, Joe. Um, so I I went to James Island Christian School and Charleston Christian School because – Go figure. James Island Christian School was actually too Christian, and things got bad there. Was that in Car um, Carolina or in Tennessee? They're both in Charleston. Both okay. here in Carolina. Yeah, uh, I, I I did a little bit of elementary school in Tennessee, but all <laughs> middle and high school was in was in South Carolina. Yeah, I ex I experimented with middle school when I was in Tennessee, but you know, my parents were addicted to middle school, and it just sort of it just didn't vibe with me, you know. Well, middle school addiction is genetic, right? So well, and like all my like all my friends are doing middle school, and at one point, my mom asked, like, you know, I I don't, I'm not trying to probe, and I want you to be honest with me, I want you to be open, but if all of your friends were going to middle school, would you go to middle school? And I, I said, yeah, like, mom, I would, I would, and I do it, and I did it for three years, and can I tell you, I'm so glad I was able to get out of that system. Mm -hmm. And go to high school. Well, <laughs> and now, well, now thankfully, there's like state programs that like they allow middle school users to go to like a safe middle school and like use middle school in a way that like allows them to like incorporate back into society. What if our whole podcast episode was just never actually getting to talking about actual middle school and we just kept riffing on jokes about middle school? What if? Who knows? I a thought you said in Middle Ages. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. We got there. Podcast <laughs> over. Um, yeah, a teacher who shouldn't have been a teacher. This is such a weird question because I, I don't think any of my teachers at Christian school should have been teachers because I had science teachers who were like, though, and hey, if you're offended by me dunking on Christianity like this, oops. Um, but I had teachers who were like, well, uh, 
the world is only 10,000 years old. Oh, nice. Yeah, very cool. And that was science class. And um, at least it wasn't like like math. You know what I mean? It's like they just had trouble counting. Our math books had Bible verses in them. Whoa. Yeah. The only thing I I see with Bible verses in it is a Bible. Right on. I would say the the greatest failure of person who shouldn't have been uh, in a teacher. It wasn't even a teacher. Our headmaster of my sixth grade school should, uh, yeah, headmaster. Should they be doing that to middle schoolers? Whoa! I haven't even talked about the pervert headmaster yet. <laughs> um, he shouldn't have been allowed to teach students at all because around the. The third month of school uh, at our weekly chapel, he started talking about how he knew the world would end in 2008. Eight. And eight. Wow. And talking in, in graphic detail about all the proof that the world was going to end. Uh, and there I was, 11, being like, oh, well, I guess I'm going to die in two years and even if i go to heaven like i i did want to be you know 16 one day well there's no ages in heaven joe that's the problem i would have been forever forever you know immortal with the mind of an eighth grader if i got that far um just like the bo Burnham movie pog pog and one time poggers champ you did a Fortnite royale one time um he there was this, yeah. He, one time he made our our whole class. I think we called them suicides. I don't know what you'd call them now. That's what we called them too. I think there's. I think they're called up downs in other places. Yeah, because suicide. Well, it, it's more apt to the name because you run back and forth and back and forth until you throw up. Like it's yeah. always a punishment. You run until you and kill yourself. Yeah, essentially. And that was like what he made us do because some kids said people were stealing out of his locker. Hang on, hang on, Sport. hang on. This is your headmaster? Yeah. That punished you, you with, like, physical punishment? Yeah. That's illegal. <laughs> he and the gym coach were like, this kid was like, someone's stealing from my locker. And so he was making us run suicides until someone confessed. And nobody had been doing it. And finally, one kid threw up. And so we all stopped. And um, this other kid was like, you know, people are stealing stuff out of my locker, too, but I'm not complaining about it. And then all the kids were like, actually, and it was only one sixth grade class. So it's like 12 boys. We're all like, actually, yes, also me. Stuff has been stolen. And then it turns out the kid who cried thief had stolen from all of our lockers. Nice. Yeah. And so he had been he is sitting there watching us run to death. So I don't think that he should have been allowed to be a teacher or a headmaster or anything. You know, I was going to say that none of my teachers didn't deserve to be a teacher because I understand how, like, teaching is such a hard and important job in America that, like, you can't fully judge these people for, like, having to do with little shitters. It's kind of fucked up that you implied that, like, all these people shouldn't have jobs to sustain their their personal needs and goals for their families. I implied that? Yeah, you implied all the people that you were taught by were bad people and should uh, uh, die, I think. Yeah, um, Except for Mr. Gooch. <laughs> There's no way Mr. Gooch was the was the only one to clear the bar. <laughs> well, his, he was the Bible teacher, and his name was Mr. Gooch. What so I gotta let to the Bibles. Bibles can't learn their books. Yeah. You, you those Christian schools are not for smart people. 
Um, but I do think that he should live so that there can be a Mr. Gooch out there in the world. Sure. That makes sense. Maybe maybe you'll get married to Miss Taint. You know what I mean? So his son can say, please, Mr. Gooch was my father. <laughs> call me call me Gooch. <laughs> call, me, call me the Gooch. He named me Gooch Gooch. <laughs> <laughs> he named me Gooch Gooch Gooch. Um, <laughs> Gooch for short. Gooch yeah. Gooch Gooch for long. Um, I had similar story in sixth grade. Our history teacher uh, had a novelty like penny that was like this big, like probably the size of like, was that like two pennies? You think well, it's about the, at least two pennies. I would say the circumference of an orange Ma, bigger than an orange. Um, I would say like a melon, like a small melon or a medium grapefruit. Uh, or maybe like slightly bigger than a panko breadcrumb. There's a big novelty penny and we were doing our shit and he just starts freaking out like who stole my penny and everyone's like huh? And he's like fucking confess or else shit's gonna hit the fan who stole my penny and nobody confessed and so he like we used to do like the current events tests, but you could use your current events notebook. He like made yeah. it so we couldn't use our current events notebook. He like effectively tanked everybody's grade by like 20% for like three weeks. And then some kid like went up to his desk to ask him a question and his fucking penny was underneath his garbage can. He must've just like moved his like desktop garbage can on top of it and hit it for himself. And he was just like, Oh, thanks. <laughs> Fuck. But, like, I don't think he was a bad teacher overall. That was just something that was, like, what the f- How are- How is- How how are people that still exist that's, like, punishing everybody is good? Yeah. That's what's the the lesson that needs to be learned here. Like, there's no way that's the best way to do that. My- Um, But I don't think I had any teachers where I'd be, like, that person shouldn't have been a teacher. Because, like, of course, when you're in the class, you're, like, oh, Mrs. Blah, 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 she sucked. And then you go up to be an adult and you meet them in public and you're like oh you just like we're overworked and like we're trying to get us shitheads i remember us complaining because we had to write about how anwar in canada shouldn't be drilled for oil and everyone was like you shouldn't make us choose a side and now i'm like yeah everybody should be learning that it's bad to drill in forest preserves for oil <laughs> man I say when canada, i met I my Alaska. sixth grade history teacher outside of school as an adult he hit on me in a gym yeah i mean you had bad ones yeah, he walked up and said, Joseph Dubay? And I was like, oh, hey, Mr. Huser. And he leaned up on the machine and was like, you are not a middle schooler anymore. He said that? Yeah. And I said, no, I'm 24. And he was like, what are you doing after this? And I and- was like, gotta go. <laughs> He's like, oh, do me a favor. What's uh, two plus four? <laughs> You were a history teacher. He was a history teacher. Show me some of that arithmetic. You want to see a battle of the bulges? Fuck. He put, he, when we learned about the caste system, he made everyone in the class sit in specific seats of various niceness based on what their parents' jobs were. Oh, nice. So, because my dad was a, pastor or a priest in the in the caste system rules i got like a big comfy chair and and like snacks and then like the fucking blue collar worker kid he had to sit on the floor that's where he belongs dirt dirt people that was his dad drive i poor what goes his bugatti (laughs) poor (laughs) 
I, we never got any of those. Like, I don't remember ever doing one of those, like everybody with blue eyes, you're now the oppressed class type of thing. Like, I don't, I don't remember ever getting like the, one of those things that seems to be common, but you know what I did get when I was a kid in elementary school? What? In ad break. School? Oh, Oh, and we're back. Josh is frozen in time, which is ideal because sometimes he gets like a little, eh, and I'm like, could you please just get frozen in a temporal state? Oh, oh. sorry. I couldn't hear anything you said. I assume it was all rosebuds over there, bud. Yeah, man. Big fan of the whole vibe today. Uh, <laughs> the, long, the largest eye roll. <coughs> um, I mean, Nicole asks, did your school have the classic clickies? Or was it all kind of mixed up? You you go first because you went to a regular school. <laughs> yeah, I went to a pretty I went to like public school, pretty normal school. Um, let me think, middle school, middle school. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, there's definitely like the the like jock squad. Like there was the kids who did sports, and then there was like the rich kids. But then I I think the rest of it was pretty swapped. Because, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm mainly thinking like six and set, like, mainly sixth grade, I guess, where it's like you just went from like you were friends with the people who were you were in class with. And then now you're switching classes, but like you don't really know anybody. So you're making I can't remember many much click stuff going on. Our clicks were like, um, how long have you been going to this private school and the longer you've been there, the more you're cool. And if you're new, Joe, you're going to be bullied relentlessly. And when you change schools to get away from the bullying, it's just going to be a smaller school with an even more intense version of that. That makes sense. Yeah. That's also, pretty typical. Yeah. It was so fun. And I loved it. And I loved that at my second middle school, the eighth and seventh grade were one class um, completely together. So... So there was just like, you know, no limit to the ages of people you had to get bullied by. So great. Well, there is a limit. It's about 13. Eighth, well, okay. Eighth grade <laughs> limits. But like one, one time, the seventh and eighth grade science was like the same class, you know, because we weren't learning about real science. Yeah. And one time, um, everyone got really bad grades in the class, except for me. I got a hundred, a solid hundred. And so there was no curve because there was no – and because I threw the curve off – Everyone in the class, and I mean like everyone but me, and this is, you know, 15 kids total, went out, took my bike that I had ridden to school, uh, and the biggest boys picked it up and started throwing it against the corner of the big dumpster behind the school until my pedal broke and my chain snapped. Whoa. And my teacher came out and was like, y'all, <laughs> just do better next time. Is this how Jesus would have wanted you to act? Oh, he didn't punish anybody. And I had to walk my broken bike home. That's insane. Why don't you just leave it in the dumpster, I guess? I fixed my bike. <sighs> oh, I meant to say a teacher who shouldn't have been a teacher. You just reminded me. We had a shop class teacher who just hated his job. Um, you had a shop class? That's very cool. We only had a sh I only had a shop class for two years. It was because we did like a trimester thing where it was like, one third of the year we'd be in shop, one third we'd be in home ec, and then one third we would be in art. Yeah. And then by the time I was in eighth grade, we dropped shop class and brought in keyboarding. 
Drop shopping keyboard. Yeah. Drop but shopping that dude keyboard. did not want to be a shop class teacher. He fucking hated his life. Yeah. Um, let me think. Oh, and also with the click stuff, my school is like, I've had to take a guess, like 30%, 35% like Hispanic. And so there was like the racism click or like the oh, race no. click, where it was like yeah. pretty much it was like the Mexican kids and then the non-Mexican kids, which was pretty much all white. So right. there was that. But I don't I think in, in high school it got clickier, but in seventh and eighth grade and sixth grade, my school wasn't too bad. Did you have kids? Uh, veg mommy asks, did you have fights at your school? I remember there was definitely fights, but they weren't really in my class. They were like people with the class below me. But I remember the first one I saw was this girl who um, the only reason why I brought up like the thing before is like she was a white girl who hung out with the Mexican clique. Right. And then she got into a fight with somebody. So she, even though she was like a white girl, she would like, you know, dress like a stereotypical like young Mexican girl would. So she had these big hoops here, hoop earrings on. And one of the girls just grabbed one of the hoops and ripped it out. Uh, oh. So they, her earlobe got torn up. <laughs> and so God. there was blood everywhere. Um, but that's like the only fight I remember in middle school. There was a ton in high school. We didn't have fights. Uh, in sixth grade, I got um, beat up. But we didn't have fights after that. And um, uh, we were allowed to bring airsoft guns to school for a little while. What? Yeah. You were? We were allowed to bring airsoft guns to school on Wednesdays and only for seventh and eighth graders. Why? Because there was like a wooded area and we were playing airsoft. Schools weren't being shot up as often. Uh, for, it doesn't matter. that You can injure people. <laughs> so we had protective glasses. And um, yeah, basically, the instead of having fights, if you were like... Um, like gonna, if you wanted to fight someone, you'd wait till Wednesday and then, um, you'd orchestrate, uh, all the other kids to kind of gang up on one kid and then shoot them a bunch. I'll just shoot the one kid a lot and then, um, push that kid down onto his knees and make him put his hands behind his back. And then they would, uh, do an execution shot. And your teacher saw this happening like Wednesdays. Yeah, hump yeah, days. Am I right? Like, just don't let the sixth graders play. Because airsofts, I don't know if you've, if all of you listeners have ever been shot by an airsoft gun. It fucking hurts. <laughs> oh, we were not allowed to use CO two guns at school after Mason brought his CO two gun and it sh- and shot the teacher and it um, broke the teacher's skin. So, so just spring loaded. Uh-huh, just spring loaded. I broke a fourteen FPS max. That's crazy, man. That's insane. Um. Uh, yeah, I didn't go to a real school. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nicole asked, did anyone else have a shit ton of junior high teacher scandal or was it just my school? Like my junior high has sig- had significantly more than my high school. All my sc- teacher scandals are high school scandals, um, except for technically my sixth grade teacher who came to scandal me. Um. <laughs> I had the only one I can remember that was like a quote unquote scandal was uh, there was a eighth grade history teacher who everybody loved. She was great. Um, And she was like 33 and single, which everyone at the time, because, you know, this was 2007, eight. 
yeah uh gay people still were pretty you know legalized gay marriage didn't happen until both presidents ran on i don't want gay marriage to be a thing in 2008 if you don't remember what a wild time to vote for obama (laughs) joe biden and and sarah palin said here's one thing we can agree on marriage is between a man and a woman in 2008 um anyway so because she was a single like woman in her like early 30s the huge rumor slash scandal was that she was gay oh no and so that's what like every kid focused on was like finding out like oh miss so-and-so are you dating anybody i hear and like like being fucking weird about it um but that's not what the main scandal was about um the main scandal was uh we some people want to know who she was going to vote for in the 2008 presidential election. And I remember I had her as my last cl- class and she's like, I can't answer that question while I'm on the clock. And we were like, what about when the bell rings at three o'clock? <laughs> and she's like, mm, maybe. And then she's at when the bell rang, she said she was going to vote for Obama. And that was like, that made ripples. And then they had to make a whole thing about how like, Hey, teachers don't fucking say that shit. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It was a whole thing. We also had the like, I heard Mr. Huser's gay. Spoiler alert, he is. <laughs> um this we did also uh, ended up being in a relationship with a man. Not that it matters, but it does matter because I hate gay people. Um famously. As a bisexual, I hate the gays. Um, cause why, why limit yourself straights and gays anyways? Um, yes, it's a choice. Famously, it's a choice to you're be straight. choosing all this. I am purposefully limiting myself. <laughs> I took mushrooms and opened my mind. Um, mm. but we, the, my head, my, the headmaster at the second school I went to the one with the, with the airsoft guns, he was always doing things like, uh, one time my, my, I, I hesitate to say friend, uh, but one time this kid's shirt was untucked and so he just walked up and tucked the kid's shirt in for him without any kind of consent and then one time one kid had like little flaps on his back pockets and uh he was like standing there and all of a sudden the headmaster's behind him bent over flicking at the little flicking at his ass flap on his pants like well look at these and also uh corporal punishment was a thing and he could um spank us with uh with a pallet a mallet uh, a paddle. There we go. And he would say things like, well, I won't spank either of you. You're so big. You might just take the paddle away and use it on me. What is going on? My parents paid for me to go to this school because the other schools were dangerous. They were public schools. Anybody could go there, such as child abusers. <laughs> yeah. Don't let Joe apply for the charter public school where <laughs> there was less problems yeah i can't remember anything else with middle school specifically with like like uh scandals my high school had a couple but overall like my schooling was pretty like unscandalous so we were pretty straight with like hiring like pretty at least while i was there one of the scandals that didn't happen with a teacher was that kids i'm sure this is a common age for this to happen um, it, our middle school it happened a ton more at than our high school. Kids would sneak in water bottles filled with vodka. Oh, and then they would also like put tampons. They, I mean, that was always a rumor that they would like soak tampons in vodka. 
and then but like if they did that they would die so i don't think that actually happened but it became it became like such like a rumor that we had to get locker checks every week uh to make sure that we weren't smuggling in some sort of alcohol wow and like they what? banned they banned water bottles from classrooms yeah um, because they were so worried about this vodka thing going on which again i I doubt even was happening. It's probably some right. fucking Facebook parent or at that time, MySpace parent. Um, but shot on Yahoo News. It because be we didn't have air conditioning in our school, they were like, well, we can't ban water bottles, uh, but we can do water bottle checks. So if we're suspicious, we're going to check your water bottle. And uh, from my understanding, my wa- nobody got caught. This, this is H2O, Mrs. Krabappel. Nice Simpsons ref, brother. Fine. Thank you. We, I will say, one time in sixth grade, a kid brought a condom to school. And everybody and fucked it, with it? Yeah. A bunch of the boys went to the locker room at lunch and took turns trying the condom on. Really? I mean, that's a very middle school thing to do. Yeah, it really is. And I was everybody was like, it that. was way too small, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually used to uh, magnums for my... <laughs> Cause I got a magnum dong. Um, sorry guys. I have a, Oh, my 15 inch penis. I'm 11. It was, yeah. Every like middle school boy was like, I have an 18 inch penis. That's a real size of penis that people have. I don't want to brag. I mean, it's nothing special. It's, it's 12 and it's a full foot. You know, it's not, I'm not, I'm not 18 inches long like Jeremy, but like, what are you going to do? Did you ever date anyone in middle school? Lucy would like to know. I dated my best friend's younger sister. Bruh. Yeah. Bro code. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was violated. <laughs> but, you know, it's a middle school relationship. So you can just like hold hands and hug and sit close to each other. Yeah. And you're like, hey. I, I never dated anyone. I was very unsuccessful in dating in middle school. Mm. Um, would you like to hear about the time I got rejected over Nintendo DS chat, or the time I, or the time I should have realized I wasn't straight? <laughs> I'll tell mm. them both. But which one do you want to hear first? Oh, DS. I was like, man, this is a hard choice. Do DS. So it was the eighth grade end of the year trip. And we, you know how most schools go to like DC or something? We didn't. We went to a Christian Bible camp in North Carolina. And then we went to the Billy Graham Museum. Oh, so fun. And, um, and I've been, I've been having, I had this huge crush on Laura all year. And we were like close and like, I felt like the vibes were good. And, um, and so she was like, I hate that they won't let us have our phones. And I was like, I know, but they did let us bring our Nintendo DSs. And she was like, oh my God, that's so cool. And I was like, hey, I'm sleeping on the, I'm going to take the bunk bed that's right up against the wall that would be into the girl's cabin. You mm. should get that other bunk bed. I think we'll be close enough that we can talk over Picto chat. <laughs> and so we set up our bed I set my bed up I was like I will not be busted I had like no light can escape from my little bunk and we would talk every night and the second to last night she was like 
hey, we're having like the big bonfire thing tomorrow night. I was like, yeah, I'm I'm really excited. And you know, goes, okay, again, there's like there's like 16 of us total, so like it's not like pick a date or whatever. But it was, but she was like, um, I really want to sit next to someone special. And I was like, I also, I would also love to sit next to someone special. Okay. She was like, um, <laughs> can you ask Tony if he's available? She said, can you ask John Michael if he'd sit next to me? <laughs> and I was like, surely that's a typo. You meant Joseph, Michael. Joseph. And she, I was like, are you for real right now? She was like, yeah, I've, I've, I was like, John Michael's dating a ninth grader already. So he's not going to sit with you and I'm going to sit with Brittany. And then I didn't, I didn't sit with Brittany at all. Um, I sat with John Michael. I sat with John Michael. I, I said, John Michael, I heard Laura hates you, but we're, we're tight. <laughs> it was so sad. Well, there was like, there was a song that was popular on TikTok a couple years ago, and it was like something about "Dump Me Over Picto Chat" is in the line, is in oh. the song, and I was like, I I lived that moment. Did, was that your your ex fling, Laura from eighth grade, who wrote that song? No, no. Then okay, here's the thing. There's the other time. Now, see, that was me getting turned down. Okay, we believe that when the opportunity arose. For me to date the hottest girl in our class, I mean, super cool. She was into all the she's she's like almost responsible entirely for me, like emo music for nine eleven, <laughs> for liking emo music. She's like the first emo girl I ever met. She was like so dope and always nice to me, and like hated the other guys, which was great because they were all mean to me. And, um, and so Noel, if you're ever going to hear this, I'm so like, I apologize for how gay I was. Um, because she texted me while I was on spring break and she goes, I was at Disney world. I was so excited. Relax. It was great. Poor. And she texts me. She goes, Hey, Joseph, I think that when you get back, we should go see a movie before school starts. And that way, when class starts again, we can be dating. Wow. Very forward, Noel. Yeah. And Especially I for said, South Carolina. I said, you ready for this? This is the gayest thing I've ever done. And I'm bisexual. I said, Noel, I can't handle this right now. I'm at Disney World. I have other things to be doing. Have you seen the butterbeer? I know like the girl that I had would have a hundred percent wanted to date at any other point was like, I'm asking you to be my boyfriend. And I was like, I'm at animal kingdom. Do you want me to like, do you want me to like stop appreciating the majesty of Disney world and like, think about dating you right now, Noel, I have to go to Epcot tomorrow and I can't think about relationships. That's so funny. That that is a very just like middle school thing to do, though. Yeah, and she, she poor fucking thing responded like, "Okay, have fun." Then we well, and, and you never this, texted back like, "Hey, back from back from Universal, would love to would love to take you up on that offer." <laughs> I never touched it again, <laughs> so and I, I'm pretty sure I spent the rest of that year being like, 
I wish Noel would date me. But like in that moment, I was like, sorry, honey, Mickey's calling and I've got to focus on the mouse. Goofy, the goddamn dog is here. I cannot be texting you, Noel. I can't be huck yucking around. <laughs> um, let's see here. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll ask one from Evelyn. How's that sound? I think we can do that. What was something you did that you thought was not weird or embarrassing, but looking back, you deeply regret it? Well, besides that one? <laughs> when I was in middle school, I didn't have many friends. I was a nerd, okay? I was very yeah. nerdy. I was on, like, Scholastic Bowl. I loved Scholastic Bowl. Um, and, well, this is just an embarrassing story. I love Scholastic Bull. Uh, I, I, I lived for it. I breathed for it. I was one of the smarter kids in the school. So even when I was in like seventh grade, I was like one of the like lead people on the eighth grade team. Uh, and <laughs> there was, this was in practice. So it's not even like that big of a like thing, but we were practicing for like a big meet. And uh, am I out of focus? I don't know. I'm just uh, hung up on you practicing for a big meet. Am I having a stroke? Or am, okay, there we go. I was like, "What's?" I was like, "You're still in focus," but I'm all right. Anyway, so this we is forever, Josh. This is forever. We we're practicing practicing for this big meet, and um, um, uh, I was the captain. So if you don't know, there's like you you do open ending questions, and there's like questions where at the end of each round where it's like the whole team answers, and one person in the middle typically has to read out all the answers. Uh, and it was who is on the face of these bills. And so it was like $1 bill, $5 bill, $20 bill, $100 bill. We understand. And everybody sent in all their answers. And it was my job to aggregate them and make them into one thing. And nobody put an answer for $1 bill. And I was just like, I don't know who's on the $1 bill. And so when it came my turn, I had all the other answers written down. And uh, I was like, George. And they're like, George who? Because you have to be very specific. And I said, Bush. And everybody on my team looked at me and they're like, what? And I was like, well, none of you guys wrote it down. I'm like, yeah, it's because it's George Washington, you idiot. How do you not know who's on the $1 bill? <laughs> oh, my God. So he's on the quarter, too. So, yeah, it was like it was like one of those things. You're just like, oh, what an, what an embarrassing moment. Now, I also was. um. I was also a track star. I was also the first time I started playing football. So seventh and eighth grade, I did track. And then in, in eighth grade, I played football. Um, something that I remember that I, at the time I didn't think was embarrassing, but now this is actually one was I was in football, but I was too heavy to carry the ball by a little bit because I matured a little bit early. Um, so they put weight limits on junior football. That way you can't give like a 200 pound kid the ball and like hurt other kids. So I was you like, you oh. can't give an unstoppable force the ball. Right. So I think I was like 170 pounds and I think the weight limit's like 155 and uh, I had like a ton of muscle. I was very muscular for an eighth grader um, and this coach took a really big special interest in me uh, mainly because I didn't really have friends. It was my first year doing football. So like I didn't really know anybody and he would like drive me to this and from sort of many of a bad story. Josh. No, it was a it was a it was a good story. Okay, um, good. He would like. Because my parents weren't always available, he would give me rides to and from games every now and then if I needed it. Um, and I remember one time he was like, 
we were we were driving home from a game or something and like we had lost maybe it was the last game of the season or something he's a really really nice guy and he's just like trying to give me a compliment and like build up my confidence and be like you know uh i really wish you would have you know went out for football last year like you're a really really talented kid um you know you, you you're so athletic i think you could do any sport you wanted to and i was like no i'm pretty bad at baseball and he was like no what i'm saying is i think you could work at it and be good and i was like no in gym class i tried to swing a bat and i let go of the bat and i got automatically out for throwing the bat and he's like josh i'm i'm trying to tell you i think that you're a good kid and i'm excited for where your future is going to go with like your sports and i was like okay but i just don't think i'm good at baseball (laughs) and i just i could not take the compliment i had no and like in the moment i was like I'm not good at baseball. Why do you keep saying baseball? <laughs> and now, like, looking back, I'm like, oh, he was just being, like, a really nice dude and trying to be, like, I know you're a loser, but here's, like, some confidence. And yeah, I was maybe just you like, you could not be a loser. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, as long as baseball's a sport, I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. It was so very funny. Looking maybe you back can play another it. sport. I don't know, man. <laughs> baseball's America's pastime. <laughs> Well, what's funny is baseball was my first. I remember in fifth grade making my parents buy me one of those nets where you throw at it and it bounces back at you. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm going to get into baseball. That's going to be my thing. And <laughs> we bought it and I never so You used really it. knew. You have lots of a time to know you were not baseball boy. <laughs> well, I, I don't know if I ever used it. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think we used it more for my brother would use it to like kick soccer balls into and have them bounce back. Oh, my God. That is. I in a similar vein, um, one time I again small school, so your enemies are your friends. John Michael and I were hanging out, and um, <laughs> and his brother, his older brother, who was like probably looking back nineteen, but I thought was like thirty. Um, yeah, because he was like he had his own car and he seemed like an adult, and what I knew he wasn't in high school. Uh, it was a shitty, shitty, shitty little pilot. Rich, you um, answered immediately. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of car do you drive? A shithole? Oh, my God. What kind of a rich man are you? Um, Have you seen that college humor sketch to take a quick detour? Where it yes. was like, there's there's the meme of like, um, you know, rich people Good. overcompensate for having a, a small penis by having a nice car. And it's like, there's just a college humor sketch where somebody just drives up in a shit box and all the girls are like, his dick must be so big. Look at how shitty his car is. That's why I keep my car looking like it does so that everyone knows my dick is big. Um, No, you're a big dick. I'm a huge dick. I'm a massive cock. I am a. Um, He was this, but he was cool because he was like, gave me a beer. You know, when I was spending the night at John Michael's house and shit, and I was like, yeah, I'll drink this beer so slowly over the course of the next nine hours. Um, And when he was dropping us off at the mall, he clearly reached out to, like, dap me up, like, do a cool handshake. And I angled, grabbed his hand, and shook it like I was meeting my dad's friend. No, Joe. That made you lose a loser. Yeah, the th- here's the problem with that question, and for me, is that I I felt I felt a lot of instant shame, and anything I did that was like weird, I knew it was weird because I was a weird kid. Because I did a lot, I was always like, I need friends, so sure, you can throw a bunch of shit at me for a while. 
You can shoot me on Airsoft Wednesdays. Oh yeah. Oh, you wanna you want me to be the guy who gets executed? A lot uh, people are paying attention to me. <laughs> but yeah, that that like to this day sticks out as like I fumbled so hard. Not even fumbled. I intentionally fucked it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then I said, I can't play baseball as I shook his hand. I can't play baseball, bud. Sorry. <laughs> I throw the bat. Um, But we got more stories to tell. And if you want to hear us answer questions such as, when was your first kiss? Have you ever had an awkward boner? What was your AIM screen name? You can hear that over on patreon.com slash FRJJPOD, uh, where we'll continue with that. We have a lot of new boneheads, so thank you to everybody who's been popping over and uh, supporting. Thank we have a big goals coming up where we're, we're going to get drunk and shit. At 120 so, patrons, we will do a power hour where we shout out all of the first 120 patrons. So thank you guys for all the support. I have one question that I always like to ask Josh at the end of every episode. So if this is your first episode, you might not understand this, but it's something that I've been doing for a long time. Uh, Josh, what is the square root? of pi square root of pi it's i mean it's just it what do you mean it's what i mean to say is do you feel like we're better middle school friends after this episode middle school friends no the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.